Welcome to PostBurnout.com interviews. My name is Aaron Kavanagh and I'm the website's founder and editor-in-chief. PostBurnout.com is a culture website dedicated to venerating burnt-out artists the world over. Our interviews are mainly recorded to be transcribed, but every now and again we release the audio in a series we call PostBurnout.com interviews. If you enjoy what we do, be sure to subscribe. In this edition of PostBurnout.com interviews, we speak with Rob Moore, the frontman of the Tullamore post-punk trio Fear Shook. He talks about the recording of the band's upcoming EP, recording in Windmill Lane Studios, punk in rural Ireland, the awfully music scene, starting the project during COVID, balancing the band with full-time work and his family, working cross-county with the other band members, and more. Yeah, so the first thing I wanted to ask about uh, Fair Shook was um, kind of just about your formation. I mean, my understanding was that it kind of started as a solo project kind of post-COVID um, and then kind of eventuated into what it is now, uh, Three Piece. Yeah, well, and for, well, myself and the two other lads, Owen and Ozzy, uh, they're two brothers. We've actually been playing together for years. And uh, I know, like, we've, like, we've, it's just always been a hobby of ours, like, you know, you know, we've been probably doing that for I'd say 10, 15 years, like just messing about like or whatever. But like the first release was just it kind of came out of you know, being at home with COVID and having nothing else to do. Just and like at the time I was I was studying for for a degree, like finished out college and all that, and I was just you know, it was kind of very much locked in the house all the time, like and mm-hmm. all that and you know, not like not getting out to play with them. Uh, yeah, I don't not getting out to play with your friends or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, as a forty year old man. But um <laughs> but like you know, wasn't getting out to, you know, like go practice with them or anything like that. So I don't know, I just had a couple of song ideas knocking around that I just said like sure, you know, I'll I just ended up kinda of recording them on the laptop and just you know, I had I got three songs together and just threw them up on Spotify like mm-hmm. um and just said like uh you know well it just kind of i never i never kind of done the you know anything in terms of like release the music properly or trying to get it out you know in any sort of fashion where you're at where you're actually looking for people to actively listen to it like yeah so that, you know all that was new it was just a case of trying to find out well how do you actually get your music on spotify how do you get you know get it into blogs or get people to listen to it and all that uh so all that was, you know, it was, I guess a lot of it was just a learning curve from, from that aspect, mm-hmm. but like, you know, like the, like the, the intention was always to get back playing with lads as soon as, as we could, like, you know, and once we could actually, once everything kind of lifted again, like, you know, like the intention was always there to, to get back playing with them. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, like it's, yeah, the first release was a solo thing, but like, yeah, we've been playing together ourselves like for a long, long time now at this stage. And uh, when would you have met them and, and like kind of uh, when would you start playing projects and, and what sort of music were you doing? Were you doing like um, covers or originals and was it in the kind of post-punk genre that um, Fair Shook seems to be? Um, we Well, I've known Ozzy since we were in primary school together and uh, uh, like I've probably known him since he, yeah, he since we were about six years old so that's a long long time ago now at this stage but uh so no like we've just kind of been friends all all the way through there and um yeah so like you know like we would have kind of played together a little bit as you know as teenagers and then um just we both kind of separately ended up moving up to dublin and then it would be kind of one it, like 
what ended up sort of happening was that, you know, say, uh, like I'd call over to his place maybe, you know, once a week or so, and like he'd have a drum kit set up there. We'd end up like kind of playing around for a couple of hours, and then, but then he was kind of separately going out to some more weekends and playing with his brother own, and then, you know, uh, like uh, so, like. Like me and Ozzy were kind of writing one set of tunes, himself and Owen were kind of writing another set. And maybe about once, you know, once or twice a year, all three of us would actually get together and actually get to play all all at once. Like, but um, it was kind of, um, I suppose, after COVID and all that, and kind of we'd actually released music and all that. And then people actually want us to play a gig. So it was kind of like, okay, well, we have to actually start doing this regularly or we have to yeah. we have to kind of try and make this thing and actually, you know, we have to we have to make a go of actually, like actually trying to get, get these, these songs learned off properly, get lyrics to things, you know. Mm-hmm. Like there was a lot of stuff that was, that we've just been toying around with for years that was, I suppose, to a certain degree, kind of half-finished. And I guess like, you know, when you're, but you have that pressure of like, oh, okay, we're actually finally going to play a gig. You know, we're actually going to play this in front of other people. We should, we should probably kind of hammer it into, into a proper shape, or we should, you know, we should like look at making this presentable. Now that people are actually going to be hearing it. Yeah, and I think actually, if you just look at your discography, even on Spotify, you can actually see that. I mean, like when you look at that first EP, put first, uh, first shook all together, and yeah. like it, it really does just seem like something that like you were kind of just it seemed like a kind of um i guess a proof of concept in a way where it's like yeah um, yeah you're making like probably my favorite uh song title of yours uh home alone 2 lost in double 15 and just it seems like it has that kind of jovial like you know fuck it we'll just do whatever in spirit but it seems like it's the band's regressed um i think not only has the the songwriting gotten stronger i think but i i think the production too um i don't know is, is your music self-produced or is it um do you work with external producers yeah, well, so far it's been everything that we've released so far has pretty much been all self-produced. Like, I uh, yeah, like that, like that one, that that first EP, the first you know, those three songs, that was just me up in the attic here recording mm-hmm. it by myself. Um, like I could, I you know, I could listen to it now and kind of go like, actually, that that does sound awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that actually sounds absolutely terrible. I like the songs on it, but like, yeah, it just it sounds really really rough. Like, uh, yeah, no, we are going to re-record them. But yeah. it was more just like you were saying, it was like kind of a proof of concept thing. I didn't like I never actually even told anyone I was recording it or doing anything there. I just I put it up there and then was like kind of texting people afterwards going, uh, yeah, I, I did a thing. Go have a listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty much it. Like, but um, then, yeah, so that, yeah, pretty much recorded it yeah, at home. The second thing, Daniel, actually that as well. I just recorded that by myself on kind of help mix it a bit like but uh mm-hmm. yeah god love him like you know you know with that like i mean he yeah i was kind of polishing the turd there because <laughs> like, i, I did i i still you know I, I, it, yeah it, it was still kind of just me in the attic with a shitty drum machine or whatever <laughs> else and all that and yeah it's it's yeah he, he kind of had his work cut out there but uh after that then we did that astro turf war single um yeah. The way it is, though, with us at the moment, we're all living in different counties. Like, I'm living here in Dublin. Um, you know, Ozzy's down in Wicklow. Uh, Owen's down in Tullamore and, and Offaly. Like, so, you know, with uh, Astral Turf 4, like, it was 
a lot of that was still actually just us recording our part separately and then yeah. mailing them around to each other, like and all that, and you know, kind of using Terabox or whatever just to send our parts around to each other. But um, Owen actually kind of looked after you know producing and mixing that, and actually you know like you know brought Ozzy down for a day down to Dullamore just to like we have we have like a little rehearsal room down there. Mm-hmm. So he just like got him to record his drums down there and uh you know he actually own made that sound fantastic i have to say like he did a brilliant job of that like and yeah you know, you know the, like it was a huge a huge leap there in terms of yeah quality and uh definitely mm-hmm. but uh and then the yeah, next one after that as well then lute it was again it was the same thing it was just us like recording separately and you know just um well well, with that, it was uh, on centre around the guitar part, and um, I just kind of recorded some vocals over it. And I was, I was just going to release it as it was, and then you know, I, I think kind of at the last minute, he was like, "Oh no, no, actually, I have you know, here's a you know, I do actually have drums recorded for this, like yeah. you know, it's yeah, uh, yeah." He was like, uh, "It was kind of like oh, I found this, but down the back <laughs> of the couch or whatever it was." But uh, yeah, like with that, um, no, on actually spent a lot of time there. You know, getting drums recorded, getting you know, getting not like getting Ozzy to you know do well, get yeah, getting well, getting a, a decent drum sound set up there and all that and and everything. Um, yeah, like that's the thing like with us, like you know, I mean, we're working kind of full time jobs, we have kids and all that, and like time is fairly limited there, so it is kind of, you know, you are like you know, say like. You know, with recording the drums there, like Ozzy would have gone down, probably done maybe one or two takes. I think with Lute, I only did one take of the drums, and that was it. Like, and um, it's just very much like, okay, I've got I've got a spare hour here. I can come down. I can do this, and then yeah, you know, I, I've yeah, like I've got to get back and look after their kids, <laughs> or I've got to, I've, you know, I've got I've got soccer matches to drive people to, like you know that sort of way. It's yeah. uh, and same even with practice, like you know, it's even it's like a case of. At the moment, well, like say all oh, last year, we would have been re- like practicing down until the bar, and then now at the moment that we've kind of moved our our band practice space up here to Wicklow, um, we're just working or we're just um practicing in a warehouse, uh, just out in Wicklow there. We've kind of found a little bit of a space there, but mm-hmm. like it is very much even a case of when we are trying to coordinate band practice, it's you know like a, I'm going like okay. I think my wife is not working this night, and I think yeah, you know, I think you're, you like you know, you don't have football practice. Bring the kids to this, you know, this night, and it's okay. I think, you know, it's 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 something that kind of has to be coordinated about like two or three weeks in advance in order to yeah to find that time. And yeah, it's even same with like you know trying to get gigs sorted and all that. It's like you know, okay, are you working this weekend? Do you think you'll be able to do this? Like yeah. you know, it's yeah, it's like yeah, I. Especially considering it's only like a three piece. I mean, like imagine doing that with like a band of like five or more, which is always I, insane no. to me. It's like <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I just honestly no, no. I yeah. like yeah. I even like I've I've talked to a couple of musicians there over the last while who've said the same thing that it, it is just impossible to coordinate and it's yeah. uh like you know, it, it you really have to love doing it and all that. Like and it, uh, like I mean, especially like for us it is definitely a case of it's very much a hobby thing like and um you know so you're kind of doing it for you know for the love of it and so you know something that you really enjoy doing and it's something that you always do but 
yes yeah so you sometimes you, you kind of do have to move heaven and earth to yeah sure to, to get you know to get stuff like this going and to get to get things up and running yeah yeah and so it's it's interesting because like uh, like I mean obviously you guys are adults with like full lives now with this but I remember like, yeah. being in bands and teenagers and that was still the case then as if like the, the that never ceases you know the idea of, of yeah. coordination and and scheduling. Oh yeah, no, and even actually I was talking to one of the guys from that band Soft and Crime there a little while ago, mm-hmm. and you know, we were both joking about how like yeah it's kind of like you might get four or five gigs a year and yeah. it's yeah <laughs> it's like yeah. It, that tour of Australia can wait, or you know, it's, <laughs> that's not gonna probably not gonna happen anytime soon. Like, yeah, like you know, it's uh, I don't know, it's like you know, like uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I, I don't know how people manage to actually get like uh, you know, say tours around England booked or anything like that. Like, it's you know, for us, it's like okay, at the moment we've got like one gig booked in Channel East Pub down to the bar in August, and then. Uh, actually, our drummer Ozzy was getting married in September, so we're kind of like, okay, well, we'll we'll kind of write off, like, yeah, you know, the, re- you know, the rest of August and September off. You do like, a wedding then... band shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a couple of ska tunes, like or whatever. It'll be fun, like yeah. learn sweet but, Caroline time. Oh yeah, totally. Like yeah, brown eyed girl, all the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think yeah, I don't know. There's talking myself and Owen playing at the reception, so or playing at the ceremony itself so i thought we have to we still have to work that out but <laughs> yeah no but it is like um you know you, like you do yeah you kind of have all all the adult stuff here like even yeah um, they on to the interview today because like you know it's like arguing with kids trying to get them to bed it's sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so like i mean it is it, it like there is like a lot of coordination there and and even like yeah, so we've got like one gig booked in Tullamore, and then like it's kind of like okay, after after wedding's done, we'll look at you know booking other gigs. We'll look at you know trying to get more stuff done, and as well, like yeah, we are you know we have oh you were asking there as well, like do we work with external producers? But like we have we have started working with a friend of Ozzy's called uh, Richie Ford, and we're like you know and again it's a case of like you know say he's a uh, He's a really good producer. He's huge amount of experience there and all that. And as he works in sound, you know, in in lighting and sound engineering, and he works in that area. So, like, we're really looking to kind of get him just, you know, um, uh, to to be able to record this because himself and Ozzy are really good friends. And uh, like, what we've done sounds fantastic so far. Yeah, really shits all over that first EP. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, but like the yeah, so we're um, you know, so we're working with him. But again, it's a case of like you know, we're we're trying to coordinate that around. Okay, Wednesday free. You know, like we've done about you know, three or four recording sessions with him. They've all gone really well. But it is like it's it is a case of like trying to coordinate that around around adult life around you know, life itself yeah exactly 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 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but um like sorry. we were looking we were looking enough there to get like um actually yeah i don't know the big thing for us was we were looking enough to get like one night in windmill lane to like yeah. record the drums which was a, which was amazing like you know, and yeah. that was like yeah yeah that's kind of been the highlight of the, you know this whole thing so far i think really <laughs> like you know was actually doing that like yeah but uh yeah so it is like yeah you're you're yeah you are trying to coordinate this around around yeah being an that, adult and yeah that's kind of cool being part of the windmill lane lineage i guess 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh no, Bruce Springsteen, pure shock. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask was, um, yeah. when it came to kind of just taking a step back, I mean, when it came to the kind of music that influenced um, Pure Shook, I mean, yeah. um, what what were you listening to at the time? It was a um, kind of what you were listening to at the pandemic in particular that was influenced the sound, or was it kind of uh, just what you've listened to growing up? Or I think kind of probably just what I've listened to growing up. I think like and. Um... Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know, I'm always kind of looking for new music, I'm all, like, I, I kind of don't tend to stay listening to the same thing forever, like, um, you know, there are, like, there are kind of, you know, each of us kind of has our own kind of staples or whatever that, you know, or, or particular bands that we love, like, you know, like, say for myself, it's, you know, be someone like Fagazi and, uh, you know, uh, just, uh yeah it'll be stuff like that like or you know massive you know converge fan uh same with like actually ozzy as well Oz, actually three of us are all massive converge fans so yeah. that's you know that's you know, a big thing there but like uh just can't quite scream that way yet like but uh <laughs> yeah but uh no like um but yeah so like there are yeah there are certain kind of yeah go-tos there like you know like for all of us uh like you know, say like own uh you know as massive Rory Gallagher fan like is uh also really big into like Primus all stuff like that and Ozzy is mad into like you know Rancid and Mutai yeah. band and you know bands like that and then but then like you know say there are certain things where we kind of diverge off like you know say I know Owen's, Owen's really big into a lot of hip hop and I think like uh, I think, he, I think I did hear him mention Post Malone at one point. If he reads this afterwards, and I've got that wrong, yeah, I apologize. <laughs> but like, uh, but like, you know, and say with myself, like, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd be really big in stuff like, you know, say, like Jeff Rosenstock, Deerhoof, all bands like that. So, I mean, and like, you know, we're pretty open minded when it comes to what we play as well. Like, you know, like we generally kind of, you know, we're pretty open minded when it comes to like trying out different styles and, and all that. And, but, you know, I do think that comes across in in like a lot of the music that we're working on now and you know say a lot of the music that we're working on for this EP like you can kind of hear you know in certain songs there are like you know say there's like you know bits of like kind of stoner rock and you know uh, but then also kind of like like kind of weird elements of like kind of funk and hip-hop kind of creeping in there as well so it's I know we're yeah we're definitely like uh, yeah well i we're, we're kind of we're pretty open minded when it comes to all that like <laughs> that's perfect and when they came um so i think you're the first act i've ever interviewed from um awfully you were mentioning to lamar i know you're not based there yeah. you're kind of a bit peripatetic at the moment but uh yeah um but yeah i mean what's the music scene awfully like i mean because uh, um is it you know is it versatile is is there <clears throat> opportunities for people who are probably um a little out there like yourselves to kind of get heard there, well, like, I mean, say you would have like a, you know, say venues like, you know, you'd have a venue like um, John Lee's Pub down there, which is very, very open to basically hosting any type of music. And, you know, say like, I mean, you know, they'll have like, say stuff like us or, you know, or say even like they've had girl band playing down there. Like, and then, you know, the next night you might have like Paddy KFC or I'm not the Hot House Flowers or whoever playing like, but they're, you know, they're they're very good for kind of fostering fostering new music and uh and very encouraging that way. And like, you know, there are um uh, like there have been 
kind of pretty good bands that have come out there over the years, like the you know bands like Glimmerman and uh, Scary Era actually yeah. is a, a pretty big one there. Like, um, it's funny so you like, just mentioned I mean, them in an interview the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody era. else did, did they? No, yeah, I mentioned yeah. them. I was talking about um, oh, Irish hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, and you know, like I mean, yeah, they're kind of one of the first Irish hip hop bands, and you know, they came out of they came out of Tullamore. So, like, I mean, yeah. it's. It's a funny one. Like, I mean, I, I think it's one of those places that probably people don't maybe expect good music to come out of. And uh, yeah, so I, I think, um, yeah, I think when it does, you kind of surprise people. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't, I just want to make clear, I wasn't making any inspirations about all yeah, no, 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 I was no, genuinely no. asking what's the music scene like there. Oh, no, yeah, no, it, is, no, no. Yeah. it is interesting. Yeah. Because, like, I think, like, you know, a lot of places like in, in Ireland, like I think the, the kind of music clubs you always hear about are like Dublin, Cork, Galway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Limerick and Belfast perhaps. And that's kind of it. And it's like, I, I'm, I'm very interested in kind of the music scenes elsewhere too. And I, I think, um, well, actually you know, it's funny it's enough, actually there's one that like I've kind of come across just from like kind of doing this music and finding out about other Irish bands, but like around Ballina, there actually seems to be this like a uh, kind of pretty big punk scene there, but like, okay. You know, with bands like um, Yop, uh, there's actually, they're well worth checking out. They've, they've just brought out like a, an absolutely amazing EP there earlier on this year. Um, but even as well, actually, like down, uh, I was talking to one guy from a band called, uh, uh, they're called Hubert Selby Junior Infants is the name of the, the band. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> That's that really a cool good, name. Really good. It's a great name. It's a great oh, it name. Is. <laughs> but um i uh but like you know say like uh it's a guy jamie grimes plays with them we kind of be chatting a fair you know a fair bit about you know say doing all this like um but well, he was just saying about how he played out in waterford there a little while ago and uh, a place called luca records and he was raving about it because he said like you know i i think they're they're so eager to see something different and mm. something kind of not you know, a little bit unusual that, like, you know, you said they went down, uh, they played in this record shop that kind of held about 50 people and everyone was really into it because I think they were just so excited to yeah. to, to kind of hear something that wasn't, I don't know, maybe uh, a covers pub band or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I think there's, like, so many, like, really cool venues throughout the country, like, in, yeah. like little pockets of places. Like, it'd be kind of cool. Like, I think, um, I mean, I think a lot of time Irish bands will tour domestically we we'll tour basically the whole country but like it's yeah it's something that i think would be kind of worthwhile even for like smaller international acts or even bigger ones too just yeah. to kind of check out some of the places we have here well that was actually one thing um uh my brother and his wife uh like they're huge heavy metal fans and um they actually went to see a band called night demon there in their uh i can't remember if they're actually english or american but the the yeah, I think they went to see them down in Limerick, but they were saying like, you know, they were talking to them after the gig and said they played in Dublin and they all got about fifty or sixty people into yeah. into the Grand Social. But then they went down to Limerick and places like pretty much sold out. And they were saying they were actually saying to like to you know to my brother and like they were saying that like next tour that they do like they're probably just not gonna bother with Dublin because like they were kind of saying that like you know it's I I think it's like people have so much choice in Dublin that things probably end up sort of getting forgotten about or you know it's uh, yeah like you know whereas like if you kind of go outside that or go to places that people aren't expecting i think they're 
maybe yeah, they're a little bit more excited to see you, like yeah. whereas like I, I think people get a bit blasé and yeah, yeah often they're like ah oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's totally fair, and like I think actually yeah. you are seeing. I, I'm I'm seeing like a lot of tours for um shows in Ireland and Limerick seems to be the Cashbar and Dolan seems to be kind of becoming two yeah. hotspots for for shows for international acts now too, which is really cool to see. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you're talking earlier about um uh you know your new EP. Um, I was wondering if you could maybe just talk a little bit about that. So um at the moment the last single that came out was Lutite. Um, yeah, October twenty twenty two, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so this would be the first so would this be the next thing that's being released by the band yeah 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 and not sure when it's going to happen um still being recorded uh um, yeah, so, yeah exactly <laughs> very much so very much so yeah i know because we were kind of joking about there like the last recording session we had like you know the the guy richie that we're working with was like you know do you have a deadline on it and like you know is anyone waiting on this so we're kind of you know we're joking like say like yeah maybe our mams but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's about it like but um no uh that it's very much yeah yeah uh a future date we're not 100 percent sure when yet like we'll probably maybe try and bring out one or two kind of preview songs and then you know probably do like a like a six track ep then yeah. you know have bring out full six track ep then after that like but it is like um but you know We've been kind of working with your manager, and it's like, you know, like I mean, we've just spent years, like, just like three of us in a room playing together and playing at each other. Whereas, like, you're actually kind of stepping into a room with him and then having him going, like, okay, well, you know, actually, yeah, take this out of the song, don't do this, you know, like actually having someone critique it and go, yeah. like, you know, yeah, you know, like it's you don't see it yourself because you're not, um, you know, because I think you're, you're probably. But I think it's you know there is an element of like well we've always done it this way why would mm-hmm. you know, why would we do it any different like or whatever and yeah. you know it's good to kind of get someone there that that has kind of like a fresh perspective on it and you know who's kind of worked with bands before and kind of is big into how things sound that can actually and is also not afraid to tell you when things sound like shit <laughs> as well so that's that is actually it's yeah uh, how much uh, in that in that sentence though because like i guess it's kind of new like working with an external producer i mean in that sentence how much kind of give and take do you do you do how much do you kind of defend your music go no we, we like this we're keeping this and how much do you kind of concede like okay maybe we could afford to lose that you know what i mean i know there's like you know there's a fair bit of back and forth there where you kind of go like you know like i mean there's a lot of the stuff you said is kind of made <clears throat> made a lot of sense where you go like yeah actually like if we do if we you know it's even just little things like oh if we cut out that guitar part there that that actually that makes it sound way better like and yeah you know if, like yeah you know you're kind of uh, but then you're going like okay but like we're not you know like there is there is compromises that you reach with them like and all that like and um no the, like no like i mean we're quite you know we're quite open to to hearing it and all that like and um you know, we're yeah, like I mean, no, there, there's like yeah, there's been there's been no there's been no massive blowouts or no massive rounds <laughs> or anything like that. Yeah, or, you know, so it's, well, I meant yeah. just more from the kind of perspective of artist and producer working in tandem, not necessarily saying you know, yeah, conflicting or anything like that. And um, yeah. I just wonder where you feel like you know that kind of I don't know dynamic works. Well, I think um, I think those well, well, I kind of think like yeah, it's funny like you know when when you actually like start working on a song yourself and you have 
certain ideas of how it's going to go. And then I think the minute you actually bring it in uh, to a band and bring it in to other people and go, you know, and start working with them, it's going to, it's automatically going to change from what you had in your head originally. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like the second other people start playing it, 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 it changes. It's not, yeah. it, you know, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's never going to, it's never going to quite sound like how, you know, how you envision it anyways. And, but like I've kind of found though, a lot of the time that like you'll say, you know, working with Ozzy and working with Owen, like he, you know, like he's a fantastic drummer, and like it's a lot of the time I'll have like an idea for a song in my head, and then like he puts in a beat behind it that completely changes the feel of it, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, pretty much nearly every time I've gone like, actually, that sounds way better. That actually, yeah. that's a massive <laughs> improvement on what I was actually thinking of there. Like so, <laughs> yeah, you know that. So it's. It's worked out pretty well that way. So, like, <clears throat> so in terms of like, like uh, I do kind of think, yeah, you bring, you know, you go, you know, the minute you go play your song with with someone else, like they're they're going to put a fresh spin on it. They're going to put a fresh perspective on it. And I kind of think like working with with your man Richie as producer, it's it it's kind of another level of that. Like where you you know you're going, you know, like you have this song that you've been playing like you know for a couple of years in front of people, and then you bring it to him and then he's like, you know, saying like, okay, could that, that guitar part sing this part better? Um, or whatever it is, you know, the, it's kind of like, actually, yeah, you know, like it, it's, it's, uh, I suppose it's kind of more, he gives you, or, you know, he's, well, you know, he kind of gives for himself anyways, he gives more direction towards me, if that makes sense. Whereas like mm-hmm. when I'm playing with the other band members, it's more like they're, I'm kind of, you know, like you know, say like you know, like when I'm working with Ozzy and Owen, they're not well. Very rarely you're going to say like, uh, oh, "You have to do this" or whatever. Whereas yeah. with Richie, it's it's kind of definitely more like, uh, "Okay, yeah, no, this is what you actually need to do for it's this." More demand than like, request. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it's actually like, you know, I'm, like I have to say, like, you know, yeah, in fair, you know, generally he has been right with a lot of this stuff. Like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> I, no, it has been good that way. Like <laughs> generally being the operative words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, how do you think this new, like, from what you've heard so far, or even the demos and uh, that you might have recorded for, how do you feel this um album does differ <clears throat> them from your previous release? Because I think your previous uh, single Luddite was definitely your strongest performance as as a as an act. I think not only production wise, but I think just um you can really see how tight you guys have gotten it. Cause like, if you listen to your music chronologically, which I'd encourage people to do, I, I think you really see, um, you really see a great growth. And I think like that was like, um, your previous single was just, it, it reminded me, it's probably a weird comparison. I don't know, but like, uh, it reminded me of Curb Dog, if you know, it kind uh, of, Car- the yeah. AstroTurf farting or no, no. The, um, the, the, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah. it kind of gave me a similar vibe to that. And like, I, I think it's kind of interesting, like how, um, how you guys have kind of come in, in terms of production and and as a, as a performer, um yeah. So I was wondering how you feel that this new one elevates or it capitalizes on that. Oh, uh, oh, thanks very much. Um, yeah, actually, no, I do actually I do see where you're coming from with Curb Dog. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, actually, that's yeah, no, that, it reminds me of some um, dry riser a little bit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was <laughs> yeah. I, I know that's a good comparison. Um. Oh, sorry. Uh, how how does what we're doing now compare? Yeah, the uh, new EP. Yeah. Uh, well, so far, 
sounds a lot heavier, kind of sounds a lot bigger. Um, just it's uh, I guess that's kind of the main difference here. It's it's it you know it sounds kind of fuller than what we've done before. Um, also like your man Richie is kind of doing a lot more work on the vocals here for himself, so that's that's very much pre uh, you know for both of us, and that's very much appreciated. Uh, yeah, no, actually the first thing you said was like you're not a singer so <laughs> which is like which you know you know could be like you know which yeah it's very true and uh, <laughs> you know it's one of those things that could be like you know yeah could be seen as like a total sight or total insult but it's kind sure. of like but it is one of those things that it's kind of more like you know like don't yeah i i don't know don't try and protect your weezer or something like that like you know yeah. just kind of more you know work more naturally with your voice rather than like um Rather than trying to strain it and fuck it up, like, and all that. Yeah. One thing I, I should, did notice about yeah. the, you say your previous productions was that the vocal tracks were quite low in the mix. Is that something that's going yeah. to be continuing with uh, this, or are the vocals going to be more in the front? Uh, they're going to be more in the front. Um, I did just end it up like that because I didn't really know how to fix vocals. Okay. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I was, and also as well, I think, you know, when you, when you're trying to, you can, I, I think you can't mix your own voice objectively either. Yeah. So, like, I, you know, I, I, I think as well, the minute you hear it, you're kind of like, oh, it's too loud. Like, you know, it's like yeah, when you hear yeah, yourself yeah. on a tape recorder at all, you're like, no, 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 no. We'll it's just me editing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like even, um, like say, yeah, you know, it's just like, yeah, no, that's too loud. We'll, we'll, we'll turn that down a little bit. Um, no, even with, um, yeah, so that was, yeah, like yeah, especially that first one. Yeah, the vocals were very low, like, and it's uh, they're pretty much in inaudible in a lot of it. Um, yeah, even just any time we do listen back, like, yeah, you can. It's very very hard to hear, like, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, no, that was just basically I didn't know what I was at. Uh, I didn't know what I was doing there, so that's uh, yeah, no, definitely wasn't a conscious thing, like. Yeah, well, um, that's everything I had to ask. Is there anything you'd uh, like to add before we wrap up, or? Um, no, I can't really think of anything uh, yeah. at the moment. No, but uh, oh, I know it was just actually it was funny. Uh, I do remember, no, I, I do remember hearing someone like doing a review of that Lutite single before, and like, yeah. yeah, like just when we were talking about vocals and all that, they were like, oh, the guy's sound trying to sound like really grungy and all that. He's trying to sound like you know, you know, like uh, like I don't know some like early nineties thing, but I was like. I'm not that skilled. I'm not actually trying to sound like, <laughs> you know, I think, I think the only thing I was aiming for was like, a, I was like recording it late at night up here in the attic and I was like, I'm really just trying not to wake up my kids. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually kind of cool. So it, it, the the music does have this kind of like patchwork uh, prior to it now. And it's like, you know, that's, that's um like, that's really interesting. I think, I think that's a very kind of sort of modern thing in a way where yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, this, and I, I've actually heard it from a few artists now at this point where it's like, sometimes, you know, I've interviewed people who are like in one, like in the US, like in one state and another. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, it's insane. Like how, yeah. how kind of music is coming together. But like when you listen to it, it sounds like a cohesive whole. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, cause I think actually that's how Deerhoof recorded a lot of yeah. their last, their albums over the last 10 years. Cause I think they all live in different states now and all yeah. that. Um, but yeah, like I mean, that's that is kind of how we've we've just been piecing it together. Like, it's actually, but that's one thing. It, it is actually nice to just get in and actually be working with someone face to face and have all three of us in the room as well at the same time doing it because, like, <laughs> you know, like it, it is, 
like you can get it done, but like I mean, we only did two singles last year because it does it takes fucking ever doing it. It's yeah, like sure. you know because it's like you know you'll go like like I'll uh you know say like one of us will record a guitar part or something and then we'll send it on someone else and then you know like you'll kind of go and say like does that sound okay and then you know you have to wait for them to finish work or finish whatever they're doing right. or like you yeah. know maybe in a couple of days time get back and go like no <laughs> or, yeah <laughs> you know like uh yeah re-record that or like you know yeah that's not quite right or like <laughs> you know and like I, even as well with that like with that Lutide song we've just spent so long like you know sending mixes back and forth to each other like is that okay is that okay you know like uh, yeah and uh you know and like you just end up kind of disappearing down the rabbit hole and so it's actually actually another great thing to what happened richie there is like uh, he like he knows he really knows what he's doing there like and uh he's you know very capable very confident there like and all that so it's and yeah it's good just to actually hand that over to to someone else and yeah, I'd have to worry about that. Like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. So, last thing, just stream the music, listen to the music. That's the last thing I'd just add. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, for plug at the end. Uh, oh sorry, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, you're just sorry. Which now? Oh no, just for the plug at the end. I was just saying, listen to the music. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Thanks yeah, very much. It's all on Spotify and yeah, wherever else. Yeah. Good music is found. Exactly. And not so good. <laughs> thanks for your time. All right. Thanks, Miller. Thank you for listening to that episode of postbornout.com interviews. We hope you enjoyed and stay tuned for more.